Welcome to another episode of Ask an Amateur. Today is our first episode hosted by your co-hosts, Joy and Rob, instead of us interviewing each other. Our first guest this week is Alex Payne. Yay! He is an amateur youth leader, youth director, youth pastor, some somewhere around there, I'm we'll sure. We'll figure it out. We'll ask him. <laughs> and uh, he's joining us via Skype from the great state of California. So, Alex, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, give us a little bit of background about uh, your life, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, well, I'm Alex. Uh, I should clarify, I'm not a youth pastor. Uh, I just volunteer as a youth leader um, oh, you didn't go to at, seminary? at our church. I, I thought you I did went to not, seminary. I <laughs> did not go to seminary. Um, yeah, I have a, a bunch of eighth grade boys that are in my small group. Um, and yeah, so that's my life as far as the youth ministry goes. Um, I am the ripe old age of 27, and I live in Santa Clarita, California. Great. Uh, so what do you do, what's your primary job outside of this hobby? Oh, I work in uh, aerospace for Northrop Grumman as a configuration analyst, and that's about as exciting as that gets. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't let you. We won't ask you to go into detail about that job. It sounds you could do thrilling. a whole podcast trying to figure. <laughs> <it out. laughs> um, all right. Well, then I guess let's dive right in and ask you about your hobby that you're an amateur at. Um, what What's the proper title for it again? Uh, I call myself a youth leader. Okay. And when did you get started doing this, or and what interested you in this? Um. I'd say I've been doing it for three years, and we were a part of the College and Beyond ministry. Um, and the guy that was heading that up is our youth director, or youth pastor, and uh, he asked both my wife and I if we wanted to come on and do it, and we were, said, sure, I like kids and hanging out with high schoolers. So we just did it. So did you know ahead of time what um, age group you were going to be paired with, or was it kind of just whatever they had you do? Uh, no, I didn't know what I was going to be, who I was going to be paired with. Um, my first year I was actually with senior boys. Okay. Uh, and so How's then they that? graduated and then I jumped down to seventh grade. That's a pretty big adjustment. Yeah, I think I'm better fit for junior high, um, as you could probably attest to. So, um, so when you say you step down to seventh grade, does that mean, um, you will stick, you stick with those? Cause you said you're eighth grade now. Do you mm -hmm. stick with the same guys all the way up through graduation? Um, I would like to. I kind of – most people do. Um, in in our uh, church, I guess, it's kind of based on how many uh, youth leaders there are and how many kids are in each group. Um, so I stuck with them from seventh grade to eighth grade. But my other youth leader um, is actually moving. And so I have a new guy, uh, my friend Jeff. He joined 8th grade with me, and he was in, like, 10th grade last year. So we kind of get moved around, but I hope to stay with my group, and I think I will. Cool. So what are the kind of things that you do for this hobby? Well, um, the main, I guess, job description is showing up to youth group, and it's on Wednesdays. Um, and Sunday morning, we have small group. We have a little worship time together, and then we break out into small group. And we discuss the message that was taught on Wednesday. So that's the main um, job description. Uh, but a lot of people wear a lot of different hats. Like uh, I do games on Wednesdays. Uh, we have a few guys that do games. 
And so I'll lead a game uh, after worship sometimes. Uh, I also will play drums sometimes for worship. And then uh, we plan some events like summer camp and winter camp. But a lot of the bigger stuff falls on uh, our youth director like that. Okay. So is there a lot of participation that's involved outside of Wednesdays? Um, f- yes. There, uh, there's as much or as little, I guess, as you would like. Um, I'm able to do uh, a lot more because I don't have kids. Me and Laura work together, um, so we have the same schedule. So my schedule's freed up a lot to do things outside. Um, but there are some some guys that have kids and families and stuff, and so uh, it's a little bit harder for them to come out on a Tuesday night and do something random. Cool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so when your uh, when your youth director asked you to be a youth leader, um, was there anything that like kind of made you apprehensive about doing it or um, anything that made it seem difficult to jump into? Um, for me personally, not really. I, I knew the youth director really well. He's a good friend. Um, and a lot of our friends that we were hanging out with were already in that ministry or around that ministry. So it was a pretty easy, natural transition for us. Um, I was actually slightly apprehensive when I went to junior high. Um, just because all the connotation it carries with it of seventh graders trying to acclimate and yeah. act right. like a high schooler now, um, but that wasn't that wasn't too big of a concern, and I'm really happy that happened. But um, I know for other people that we've discussed uh, coming into youth ministry and stuff for, um, especially if they're newer to the church, it's kind of a big thing because like dealing with kids, kids can be mean and. Uh, yeah. and interesting and, and difficult. And some kids have, like, really easy lives. Some kids have really hard lives. And so, um, but for me, it was a pretty easy transition. So what about, I imagine in this position, a lot of it depends on you building friendships and relationships with the boys that you're um, leading. Is that mm-hmm. something that was hard at the very beginning when you're getting to know all these guys, or is that just something that was second nature to you? With the first group I was with, the the seniors, um, it was actually a little harder. They had they had been in this youth group their, for their entire high school and junior high, um, and I was this new guy um, that they kind of knew, um, mm-hmm. but they knew all the other youth leaders just a lot mm-hmm. better. Uh, so they had habits, and they were like going out to lunch and stuff with the other youth leader, my co-leader, um, and... I was kind of getting my sea legs about me, uh, trying to feel out the youth group and what my place was in there. Uh, but the switch to junior high was actually, I think, a really good thing because they were new. I think it was only my second year. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot easier just to get in. We kind of, like, experienced youth group together. They're learning a lot about, you know, what's junior high like. And uh, mm-hmm. so forming those relationships was a lot easier. Um, if you start them young, I guess. It's like a puppy. If you get them early, <laughs> they're... Uh, <laughs> They're a little bit easier just to, you know, become friends with yeah. instead of, like, a, trying to become friends with a 17-year-old is a lot harder. Right. That makes yeah, sense. definitely. And like you said, they, you know, they've been around for a while and they hadn't seen you until very recently. So yeah. I can yeah. see how that would have been difficult. Do you think, um, I forget my question. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I actually have one uh, one point I, I yeah. would say on that. Um, oh, yeah. The first event that Laura and I went to, it was a, a seventh grade welcome. 
and they go to this place called Scooter's Jungle, which is uh, giant inflatables and like ball pit and you know a giant inflatable slide, and you can like box each other with these. And so it's perfect for junior high welcome. Yeah. So we went, um, and Laura has these ridiculous looking tights. They have all sorts of bright colors, and we wore like bright colored shirts and and then shorts. And we went to youth group like that, just like as the crazy new youth leader, yeah. like mm-hmm. kind of weird thing. Plus, we were going to this place where you're going to get all hot and sweaty. And so, like, we were wearing athletic gear. And um, people still remember that about us. <laughs> I remember the first time you guys came that you wore that crazy stuff. And and uh, so that was kind of my, my early tactic to <laughs> try and jump yeah. in and yeah. be like. Make a good first impression. <laughs> right. <laughs> be remembered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. It's that's such an interesting hobby to me because I remember being in a youth group in junior high and high and high school and like you could you could barely know these leaders but just because they were leaders and they were doing goofy things every week they were the coolest people in the world <laughs> yeah. to you. <laughs> um, I just remember that from my time. Do you do you feel like do you feel that from the from the boys? Do you feel like they? like view you with this crazy high esteem sometimes um yeah i think their view of me is uh probably like well definitely higher than it would be if they if i was just the a guy at their church um and they especially i've been with this group for 2 years they feel more open to like asking me things and um you know asking my advice on things or uh, like wanting me to come to their events or yeah. uh, like wanting to hang out. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be like eating a taco filled with, uh, what was it? There's one that was like filled with liver on my free time yes. <laughs> if I wasn't in youth group. I didn't do that one. I think mine was gummy bears. But yeah. So like these crazy things you do in youth group that make you come out of your shell whether you want to or not, like yeah. it just, it kind of just naturally makes you more likable because people... When you're making a complete fool out of yourself for the entertainment of other people, it's easier to like go approach that person because you yeah. already feel like, <laughs> well, <Definitely. laughs> I'm not dumber than that guy. So. <laughs> True. So as a um, junior higher, were you involved in youth group at your church growing up? Oh, when I was in junior high? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in youth group. Um, it wasn't my main friend group. My youth group was also like a lot of kids I went to high school with. Okay. So Um, I wasn't sure if if you were involved in youth group as a kid, if that kind of influenced your decision to be a youth leader today or how you act as a youth leader, if that was influenced by your experience as a um, kid in youth group or not. You know, I would say the main reason, one of my main motivations was actually my college group. Uh, Oh, yeah. I got really plugged in um, in college to our, our Bible group and had some really good leaders there and uh well the guy that married us Dustin uh was mentoring and discipling me for a while and so my thinking was like wow that was that was one of the best learning times in my life mm-hmm. and if you can provide that sort of environment for a high schooler um who knows way less than like somebody who's about to graduate college you know some 7th grader like how great could that be yeah definitely uh, for some of these kids Cool. So, yeah, yeah I've, I've often thought, that, I've often had the thought like, because I feel like my faith progressed the most in college, mm-hmm. and 
it was the same you know i was in the same group as you um i forgot to mention that to our listeners this is a college friend uh, yeah. alex and, uh, for me uh, junior high <laughs> yeah we go way back way back <laughs> and um but just thinking about like comparing that uh like that life time you know that moment of my life to the ministry i was in as a you know junior higher or high schooler and it's completely night and day and that's not to say that like you said like people can have those same formative moments in a mm. youth group i just didn't have that in the youth group i went to it was more it, was, it seemed primarily motivated by the games and i don't know there wasn't too much real talk i don't think happening um like there was in college and if you guys are able to do that or at least you know a little bit more than other places i mean mm-hmm. that's a great foundation for those kids right I think for the kids that are ready for that kind of talk uh, and, and more, you know, mature discussion and the kids who really want to dive in to Bible study and they really want to grow in their walk, um, it's you can really help them out. And there's other kids who just, you know, their family life's different. You know, yeah. you only get them for Wednesdays and Sundays and, you know, maybe some camps here and there. And so there's only so much, you know, you can do to help out a kid and it's not like these kids are struggling with you know major things i have a pretty pretty cool group um but yeah it's uh it's the kids who really want to to grow like there we we had some like really solid kids come out of this youth group who i'm looking at going man they are so far so much farther ahead than i was at 17 18 yeah yeah that's great so what would you say is the most exciting moment of that you've had as a youth leader so far? Um, oh, that's a great question. Or maybe something that you will always remember and that has potentially changed your life. Oof. Oof. That's tough, <laughs> tough question. Oof. It got even deeper. <laughs> um, no pressure. Huh. Okay, there... And there's a few moments. Um, well, this one's kind of fresh in my mind. Uh, we came back from winter camp probably a month ago. Um, and winter camp was just great. We go away for a weekend. Um, and camps are always great because you're, like, isolated. Uh, and some great, powerful moments happen at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but as staff, sometimes you're so busy doing, like, running the events or trying to prepare for the next thing that you can kind of miss, like, the reason you're at camp. Yeah, um, Totally. And so I was doing a lot of film stuff for the camp and trying to get places early and maybe edit some stuff uh, in the meantime. Um, and so I was actually coming to we, – we had session and I was uh, – I stayed back from session to kind of close up all my camera equipment and uh, get it charging um, so I could be ready to film later. Um, and I'm coming back and my other co-leader had already got all the guys in the room. We are going to have like a, a little small group time to talk about, you know, what we thought about the lesson and everything and um, one of my students uh, came up to me and he was kind of like almost crying but not really I was like hey man what's up and he's like hey I just I uh, just accepted Christ as my savior oh wow <laughs> wow that's great and he chose yeah. to tell you yeah well I was I he couldn't wait to tell everybody but yeah. he, I was just like right there yeah and so uh, and it was because I was coming back a little late I ran into him in the hall Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, sweet, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go tell everybody. Yeah. And uh, so we had a couple moments like that at camp, uh, but that one was was pretty cool. 
Um, there are a lot of fun times too, where you know, like trying like a belly smack competition and things oh, like that. But come on, why uh, would do that? <laughs> but those are like they kind of have to be like those are a lot of fun, but that's not the reason you're at camp. You right, know? It's right. not the reason you get into youth ministry. Um, and so yeah, that was that was actually my first time in youth ministry where a, a kid came up to me and was like. Like I was one of the first kids, he, first people he told, and I was just really, really happy to be a part of that. And uh, and now, like he's still with us, so I can help him along in his walk, and you know, yeah. and, and challenge him and say like, hey, uh, you know, I know you made this decision at camp. Like, what's going on with it? You know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Um, do you, when you do these camps, is it just your church, or are you with other churches as well? Uh, this winter camp usually is just us. Mm-hmm. Um, summer camp we go to uh catalina um okay. and there's like four five other churches there uh we're usually one of the bigger groups there um but that's a big camp and it's nice to mix go back and forth um that one is great for the youth leaders because we just have to keep our kids there yeah and it's an island they really can't go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> um but it's nice uh to not have to like try and run everything and um and that, that one's a week long too, but it, yeah, so there's both. Yeah. Do you find, um, I know like, you know, when we were in junior high, if you had a cell phone, you were like, first of all, they didn't do what they do now. They weren't smartphones, but you're also, it was rare for a kid to have a, a cell phone mm-hmm. back then. Um, do you find like, obviously on these getaways, you have to do something with all those devices. Do you have rules against that? Or do you see um, how kids lives are just, dramatically changed by that kind of stuff yeah it uh fortunately like we we were able to like go away to like the mountains so we went up into like fraser park big bear area mm-hmm. um for winter camp and there's not great signal usually up there oh yeah um but there was wi-fi i think the signal wasn't too bad um but we we uh we actually played a uh, a youtube video at the beginning of everything, we're given announcements and there's kind of like camp rules about like, don't be out at 2 a.m. wandering around. Um, and that's kind of, it's usually a, a, a rule we kind of set down, be like, hey guys, you're in the mountains, get off your phone. Uh, you can like take pictures with your phone, but we don't really want to see you playing like Clash of Clans too much because, right. you know, you, you paid money to come, so why would you be on your phone the whole time? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a good point about pictures. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> the cameras too. The, our kids are pretty good about it. Um, not they're really social too. So when they're with their friends, it's a lot easier to not kind of be on your phone. But yeah. Yeah. we do combat that a little bit. Right when we came on staff, every kid had like headphones out of their shirt and always had one earbud in, oh, and it's just it's just so obnoxious. So yeah. our youth director like kind of came down hard. And he was like, "Hey." No headphones at youth group. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, so you did the most exciting thing. Now, a question that we didn't send you ahead of time. What has been the most difficult thing Ooh. you've had to do as part of this hobby? Mm. Um, well, one year I didn't go to summer camp, so that was really difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you missed out. Yeah. I had to miss out. Uh, man, that... Winter camp, I say two years ago, was at the end. I was just so tired, <laughs> yeah. and just ready. Like uh, that was actually the year I, I ripped a ligament in my finger. 
<laughs> and oh, had to have surgery on it later. So I was just like, de- like just physically defeated and yeah. really tired and, yeah. and stuff. Um, there aren't too many moments where you have, where I've come across, um, where I've had to like, I don't know, break up a fight or something like that. And there were moments like that before I came on staff. It was a completely different youth group like five years ago. Huh. Um, so there, there's a few times where I've had to like sit a kid down and be like, hey, man, like, what are you, what are you doing? You're, you're being a turd. <laughs> <laughs> you're really disrespectful, and we can't have this. And, and usually those kind of moments uh, are at camp because it, you catch them at the beginning and – you're like, hey, I'm not going to spend five days with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had a moment like that my first year we went to, to Catalina um, where the night, trying to sleep through the night was horrible. There were kids getting out of bed and, like, one kid hit another kid with a broom in his sleep. <laughs> and he was just, like, trying to be funny. Oh, jeez. And, <laughs> and so it was interesting. Uh, but we had a chat and uh, – and fortunately, our youth director is like a big guy. He's like six four, six five, or something. And so I'm like, "Hey, this is that's my only move. Like, we have this talk, and if this talk doesn't go well, you have to go talk to him. Yeah. So, like, who would you rather talk to? I'm like five four. <laughs> oh my goodness. So those are those are tough moments, yeah. but they're also like they're good because that the kid. I had to have a talk with a kid, and you know, every once in a while I think about that, and I look at him now, and sometimes he's still a turd, but <laughs> uh, you know, it was a good talk. That's good. Um, you say it was a, it was a completely different youth group five years ago. Do you have insight into kind of what changed and, and what's helped the the group uh, to grow from that? Um, basically, it's just the the kids <laughs> and the families. Um, there were some tough kids in the youth group. I wasn't involved. Uh, I wasn't out here five years ago, but uh, some of my friends that have been on youth staff for a while have <laughs> told me some information about just different things they had to deal with yeah. that, you know, we don't have to deal with drugs right now. <laughs> yeah, Those aren't in our youth group um, that I know of. I would be very surprised, but that, you know, that was a talk they had to have one time, and yeah. I, that just makes your day a little tougher. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Or if we're we're talking about cell phones and uh, you know hitting kids with brooms, but yeah. they're having much deeper, tougher conversations. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so then I guess my next question is: Do you? Um, I don't know how you would do this, but maybe you would know since you're the one that's actually the youth leader. But do you ever see yourself doing this for profit? Like as a job? Profit? Do you think you would? Uh, as a job? Is there any? Yeah. Would you? do this full-time or do it as a part-time like is this just a part-time gig or do you actually want to do this full-time someday and get paid for doing it that would be i don't see a way in which it could at least my role right now okay um unless i worked at a camp or something like that okay so right now Um, is it there's no opportunities or it's just not something that you want to do right now I don't know if there aren't opportunities. Like, I, I if I really wanted to pursue, I guess I could become a youth pastor, right. um, and and go into that full time. Um, part of why it's just easy for me to do this is a lot of the other youth leaders are my friends. Yeah. So youth leading is a lot of times hanging out with my friends, which yeah. 
makes it easier. And if I went and you know pursued becoming a youth pastor, uh, it would be different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd probably have but, to move churches, I would assume, if you wanted to yeah. pursue that. And I, you know, I don't feel called to be a youth pastor. I, I like my role as it is. Yeah. Right now, I like I like the kind of assisting role and supporting our youth director. Um, and that I have an easier job because he has to make all the decisions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we're going to play our game that we invented last <laughs> on last episode. Hopefully, Alex is ready. Called the Jargon Game. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Can you? Uh, you might have to edit this out. <laughs> uh, we don't do edits. So much editing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, here's the only thing is like there is no jargon. <laughs> well, the, I don't know jargon. Like it's just going to be easy. Like, well, yeah, for you, but not for us because we're not the youth leader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're not editing this out. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I have to go to Google Drive if my thing works. Google okay. Drive. Wow. We got a vamp. Come on, we got a vamp. Um, what should we talk about while he's doing something? <laughs> uh, Joy, what's your experience with youth groups in the past? Um, honestly, I never was really a part of one. I think I went to one a couple times with a friend because they invited me, but um, I was never a part of one at my own church. Don't, don't remember why, but... Um, well, your parents moved around to yeah. churches a lot, yeah. right? So that probably yeah. had something to do with it. Yep. I remember, yeah, I was involved, but I was probably one of those guys who was just like the Wednesday night and, right. you know, camps. Just showed up. Um, and all of our camps were multi-church camps. We never had our own Oh, camps. okay. Um, we didn't go to Catalina because that's on the other side of the country. <laughs> For those of you guys who don't know, Catalina is an island off the coast of Los Angeles. Whoa! And... Um, you've probably seen Step Brothers, where they reference the Catalina wine mixer, and that's all anyone knows about it. But I guess there's like a wildlife reserve there, some camps. And, yeah, and um, Alex's youth group occasionally. Alex's youth group goes there for camp. It's um, the best camp ever. We would go to, uh, we would go to Michigan and would jump off the dunes there. Ironically, the camp was called Surf City on Lake Michigan. <laughs> I guess sometimes you might be able to surf on the lake, but mm, yep. not when we were there. Okay, I have uh, I found my thing. Um, I don't okay. know how many we're looking for. Some of them are just easy, but I feel like there's they're in the description of them where we okay. get. Well, we'll just uh, remind our guests or our listeners <laughs> um, how well. this game works. It's called the Jargon Game. And at least that's our working title. Jargon game. <laughs> and uh, the hobbyist or amateur that we're interviewing gets to select some jargon from their hobby, and we have to kind of guess what it means. Um, there's surely some hobbies that have more interesting jargon than others, but I think it's going to be Give fun it a try, either Alex. Either way. <laughs> Let's see what you got, Alex. Okay, the first one... Um, well, we've already used this word. Is uh, is small group? Small group. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. So, like, you've got your whole youth group is probably like I don't know, hundred kids or something, and that's a lot of kids. Then you have to have because it's insane to be able to have one person kind of interact with all those kids on a good, meaningful level 
probably break it down uh, into smaller groups. <laughs> of like uh, 10, 10. Maybe 10 maximum. Yeah. 12 maximum. So that's what you mean by small group. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> yes. spot on. Spot I think that's on. the first one we've ever gotten right. Yes. Well, this might be easy for you because they're pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> All right, next one. But the reason I chose that one is because it's I feel like it's very pivotal to our youth group is the small group. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Okay, the next one, actually you may not get this one, is, um, uh, well, I have it's kind of two. It's like, sp- well, sponsor. Ooh, a sponsor. I'm going to think, I'm guessing this is like someone in the church who wants to help out the youth group, but it doesn't have the time commitment to be like a small group leader. That's not what I think, but okay. Go ahead. What do you think? Well, my guess is it's uh, it's one of the leaders in the small group who are specifically assigned to certain kids that like follow up with them on a weekly basis. Just my thought. No money involved. <laughs> Okay. Um, maybe maybe I just have a different idea. So well, my, my, means. I wasn't I wasn't thinking of money. I was just thinking those it'd be people in the church who like open their homes occasionally. Right, right. Yeah. Stuff like that. What is it? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Well, I used it in the way I think it can be used in all those ways. Um <laughs> Well yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in other words, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Here. We're asking about your and hobby. Youth group. Well, uh I feel like this is an, a side of youth group that a lot of people don't see is where like w- winter camp, summer camp, sometimes things cost money. And while we try to keep that cost down, um, sometimes families come in and they say, Hey, here's the check for my kid to go to summer camp. And then here's the check for another kid to go oh, to summer okay. camp. Oh, okay. And so they just kind of sponsor that kid. Cool. You know, cause some, some families have like a ton of kids in youth group, you know, when they're all right. going through, when you have three kids in youth group at the same time, uh, Summer camp where it can get really expensive. Right. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah. All right. Here's one I don't think you guys will get. Um, I didn't know it until I got into this youth group, but it's huge. Uh, it's called Gotcha. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is a game, but that's all I got. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, let's think about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can't just give up. Yes, we can. No, we can't. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to know now. Maybe it's like, maybe they have the game that just like, it's, it's all the time. It's always a running game. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if someone like Says has their back turned, you can like, I don't know, like put your finger up their, uh, <laughs> up their armpit and say, gotcha. <laughs> you know, just tickle them in the armpit and say, gotcha. All right, That Alex, seems like something come on. goofy. Okay. That... Just tell us what it is. <laughs> all right, Rob, you'll know this game by its other term, Assassin's. I've heard of it, but I was, I don't really know much about it. Uh, people okay. carry spoons around, I think, plastic spoons. Uh, the way they do it is with a marker. What? Um, it's crazy. This is the most crazy game I've ever been a part of. Um, and they play it at camp sometimes where everyone gets assigned a name. And it's a giant circle. So I would have Joy's name and Joy would have Rob's name kind of thing. That's a huge um, circle. Yeah, well, we're playing with us three. <laughs> and uh, I have to basically slit Joy's throat with a marker. What? You know, or just like, or just mark them with a. But it has to be like, you can't just like get their hand. A lot of kids are walking around, and the rules change at all times. So one day, you know, or for like a couple hour time period, it'll be like, if you're holding hands with somebody else, usually it has to be like somebody of your gender, um, you can't be gotten. 
Oh. Uh, or nice, if, nice. if your hands are on the ground, you can't be – or if you're standing. So kids are like eating lunch standing up because they don't want to get – That sounds hilarious. Gotten. So is that something you do just at camp or is it something you guys will do like oh, you know, during regular youth group meetings? Uh, that is just usually a camp thing. Okay. Um, I did play it one time at a girl's birthday party. And it got pretty crazy. Um, like, Laura was on the floor with our other friend. They're both youth leaders, like, wrestling each other. <laughs> there was, like, three of them, and they're all trying to get each other, and it was pretty brutal. <laughs> the girls always fight a lot harder than the guys do. Any insight <laughs> as to why that is? Um, I just, I have no idea. They just always do. And any sort of steal the bacon game... Any physical game where you're wrestling, the girls are like way more brutal. Yeah. Interesting. It's, <laughs> cool. It's pretty crazy. Great. All right. Um, I think our final question that our final question, sorry, I wasn't talking into the mic there, um, would be Would you say this is a hobby that anyone could do or that anyone should try? I would say. No, that's a yes or no question. Um, if you want to do it, I would say pursue it. If you don't want to, then you shouldn't. And, and <laughs> that sounds really simple, but you kind of know if you're geared that direction or not. Yeah. Um, for me, I derive a lot of enjoyment out of it. And uh, sometimes people will say, oh, thanks so much for helping out with youth group. And like, well, it, it's like a lot of fun for me. So it's yeah. not like... If I was in the nursery changing diapers, you know, I'd be taking those thank yous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is work, but um, for me, I, I I enjoy it a lot. Um, for other people, maybe more shy people that are more shy than myself, they might not enjoy it as much, but it might get them out of their shell a little bit. Yep. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely easy for me because we are we don't have kids right now. Um, I would say it's a lot harder for people with kids because you're taking some nights out. And uh, you're spending time with other kids <laughs> that yeah. aren't your own kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have a friend with a kid in the youth group. His friend, his boy is in my small group. So he's the small group leader of another group. So they kind of get to spend more time together. Yeah, yeah that makes cool. sense. All right. Well, um, I think that about ties it up, unless there's anything else you want to say on the subject, Alex. Um. I uh, I hadn't thought about a lot of these things or this this subject in this depth in a long time. So <laughs> thanks for rejuvenating me. Of Thank course. You. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having. Uh, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thanks Anytime. for sharing with us. <laughs> thanks for sharing with us. And um, now you can tell our listeners what else you do because. Um, I understand you are part of the video team at your youth group, and mm-hmm. um, that maybe has expanded into some other hobbies of yours. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll try to keep it short. Um, well, I started doing kind of montage videos or camp videos uh, for the youth group. I had like a handy cam, and I just brought it one time and made a video. And we do some funny, dumb videos as to play at youth group sometimes, and. Uh, and then I got really into YouTube um, after that, and uh, I have since this past year started a YouTube channel where 
I just make some fun videos, um, and I've expanded my editing software and my equipment quite a bit to kind of facilitate that hobby. Um, and so it definitely melds in with youth group a lot because my the videos I make for youth group are a little bit better. Right. Um, but it's also become a, a passion of mine, just making videos and putting them up on the internet for everybody to see. And it's very much similar to youth group where I make a fool out of myself for other people's enjoyment. Um, <laughs> cool. Where can, uh, yeah. where can people find your videos? Well, they can find them at youtube.com and my screen name, screen name, my channel name <laughs> is Alex T. Payne. Alex T. Payne. Alex T. Payne. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, check them out. Yeah. Go ahead and check them out, everyone. And, uh, We'll check you out on the next episode. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Ask an Amateur. We'll be back next month with another impassioned hobbyist and hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes and tell us your thoughts about the podcast so far. If you know someone who can speak passionately about a hobby in their life, please, please feel free to contact us. My email address is rob at pribcrib.com. That's P-R-I-B is in Bravo, C-R-I-B is in Bravo.com. See you next month.